0: All right, all right, and just gonna double check my levels here. Oh yeah, those are those are some good looking levels. My levels look great too, great. Let me know. Let me know really hey. quick. Hey, yeah, it's good. <laughs> let me know if you hear this real quick.
1: I think I've had enough. Do
0: you hear that? Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: Don't do not play that song in the
2: middle of our podcast. <laughs> I, I, I won't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good Lord! <laughs> it was just the first thing I that I think
2: saw. I'm <laughs> it
0: was the first thing I saw. I couldn't uh, couldn't control it. Okay. I think I'm perfect, Back up a beat, a down, down. I said, "What's <laughs> on my man! But the savage land. Welcome back to the Savage Land. I'm Jason. I'm Matt. You. Uh you can find the show at Savage Land Pod on Twitter and let us know your thoughts on The Last Jedi, because that's all we're talking about today. Well, we might have a little catch-up first, but uh that's 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 the big topic in the hood in it's the hood there.
2: There's nothing else to life right now.
0: <laughs> there is nothing else. Uh Matt, we're rounding out the holiday season right now.
2: That that fact.
0: Uh and you know what? The best the best place to go, uh in the holidays is if you ever if you need that last minute shopping you you know what i mean like the old the old wife she's all she's all hounding you to get all that christmas shopping done and you you just (laughs) there's not enough hours in the day right that the old the old ball and chain you know what i mean um sure where's 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 the where's the where do you think the best place to go is when when the old ball and chains just just dogging you mexico yep go to mexico change your name disappear forever you don't (laughs) have any kids you don't have a wife this is your life now
2: but it, it it don't don't fret though when you're uh, when you're alone in Mexico hiding from your f- former life, but you need p- items. You can still order them from Amazon.
0: Yes, you can order them from Amazon, but only and if you if you go to regularamazon.com, that just doesn't work. That that website's down. It doesn't it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, and so the only way you can ever access Amazon again is uh, is by going to savagelandpodcast.com and clicking the Amazon banner located on the right side of the website. Uh, not the left. Not the left. Not the left. We're, we're, we're right-wingers here. No, we're not. We're really not. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's uh, during this holiday season, that is just the best way you could possibly uh, support the show. You click on that Amazon banner, and it takes you to Amazon. You can do all the regular shopping like you normally do, but a little percentage uh, goes on down to, to, to our neck of the woods, to our galaxy far, far away. Yeah, we appreciate it. We do. We spend it all on drugs. Oh, um, all of it actually. We are. You have no idea how much it takes. How many drugs that it takes for us to do this show.
2: I took sixteen drugs today.
0: That's a lot of drugs, Matt. You should. You should really tone it down. Should I? I think you should.
2: Mm. Well, quit sending us money on Amazon.
0: Yeah, then, yeah, never mind. Actually, never support <laughs> the show ever. Um no, we we appreciate it when you do. We also have our other sponsors like Comic Bento and T-Blox. Uh information is available in the show notes. Uh Matt, that that big old that big old movie is out. Justice League. Justice League. It's our Justice League special spectacular. It's very timely. It just came out.
2: Yep. I loved it.
0: <laughs> um it is time to talk about The Last Jedi, but uh do you uh do you have any uh, catch up that you want to talk about cuz I have a couple of little things that I wanted to talk about before we uh dive into the Last Jedi.
2: Yeah, sure. Um I I'll, I'll just keep these brief. Um I picked up the Horizon Zero Dawn expansion The Frozen Wilds. Ooh. Um where you take your character up into what seems to be a Yellowstone type of dealio area. Mhm. It's got some, you know, it's got some it's got grand prismatic pools and some lots of snow and snow because it's frozen wild. <laughs> cool. Anywho, played that. that was, that's been fun. I don't know. I mean, I've already
0: ranted enough about
2: robot dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, you, do,
0: you do enjoy your robot dinosaurs from what I've been able to gather.
2: I enjoy my robot dinosaurs immensely. They're so much fun. Robot dinosaurs. Um <laughs> and i read uh i'm starting up bitch planet again cuz you know what that's just a really good series
0: i haven't read much uh much bitch planet before no no i really i i don't know why uh i haven't like caught onto it but whatever
2: yeah it's it's quite good yeah yeah it's real good
0: hmm. i i i like kelly sue and i've really uh i've really enjoyed um pretty deadly i read like the first two issues of pretty deadly and obviously her captain marvel run uh was fantastic but uh, i don't know maybe maybe at some point i'll uh read uh bitch planet maybe maybe that'll be like one of my 2018 new year's resolutions is to read bitch planet yeah yeah you know that's a good one do it i think i might i think i just might because really like when i when it comes to reading uh comics about uh feminism oh oops shit i fucked it up <laughs> God damn it, never Jason. mind never mind uh, what else do you have on the, uh, on the, uh, um, on the what's it, on the ketchups?
2: You know what? That's, that's about it. I, 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 um, it's funny, man. I, I, I got, we got, I got back from seeing the movie over the weekend, Thursday night. hmm And I just felt this overwhelming sense of like, nothing else matters anymore. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just, it's like, cause it's like, you get this big, you get this big, um, um, you get this big build up right like i I think if you listen to our previous episode, you know how like fucking deep down the star wars rabbit hole I went, right yes uh, and then uh and then so then i we see the movie and then it's just kind of like, I don't know, you blew your load, it's time to like smoke a cigarette and just lay in bed and think about it <laughs> <laughs> right I mean like so i i just have i haven't been i I sort of checked out on doing that kind of stuff and wanted to just sit with the last Jedi for a couple days.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um so did you have you seen it just once at this point? Uh yes. Damn, man. That's that's surprising for uh for somebody of uh of your stature.
2: Well, I, in, intentional. So I didn't want to I didn't want to like I didn't want to just like um I didn't want to blow my load like I didn't want to like see it four times in the next four days, right? I want to watch it that's once. That's a good idea. Really sit with that feeling and then I intend to see it again uh next week. That's so, you
0: know what like honestly because I I saw it twice in the span of uh, two or three days and I yeah. I really wish I had waited
2: <laughs> yeah too much it's it's it, you're gonna I, I, if I think I'd do that if I, I'd burn myself out really way too quick
0: absolutely it's, um, yeah
2: and it was such a well we're, we'll get into why but it was such a like a such an event f- to watch it that I felt felt it was doubly important to like let my f- single soul experience. Uh, really just kind of stand for right now and then um, for you know for example like I saw Rogue One uh, but it's on like the eighth watching of Rogue One that I'm like I fucking love this movie (laughs) Uh, and so I wanted I wanted to just be like once first impressions and then build upon that as I go in the the future
0: that makes sense yeah I uh, I agree because it was it was just like it was just wait oh wait hold on it was just Ing awesome,
2: what? Why'd that happen?
0: <laughs> what? That it was just ing awesome. Don't stop doing that. That's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's dumb. Um, <laughs> what? I just what? decided. Why? <laughs> like, bust our, out this-
2: like bet, let's just start. Uh, like, I don't know. <laughs> halfway. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> why are you? Why is this happening in my life right now?
0: I, I don't know why. I just decided today I was gonna fuck with the soundboard. Don't do no it. <laughs> oh,
2: don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Unless anyway. it's like unless it's cuz you derail me, man. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I won't <laughs> derail
0: you. Um, yeah, no. I I honestly like I'm I'm jealous of of that because I see I think seeing Last Jedi uh in such quick succession twice was uh um a little too much. I didn't give it enough time to ruminate. Uh which I feel like I have at this point, but that opening weekend I just I got very worn out on it right away.
2: Yeah, you can't do it twice in the same weekend. I just think that's that's too much. Yeah. Um especially with something as big and as anticipated as this. Like like I don't think there's a movie I'd be like running back to see again in the same weekend.
0: Yeah, I really I, I'm I think I'm just going to because I, I do that a lot with like with Star Wars and then also with um Marvel movies. Uh and even with, with D C ones, uh, to a certain extent. Um I like I don't know, I just I I I need to stop because <laughs> the same thing happened with Justice League, and I I did enjoy Justice League, but it was like after I saw it twice within the first few days, I was just like, okay, I'm never going to see this movie again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh well. Um, you know what I saw though this last week as my Ooh, sort of catch up. What'd you see? Bright. Oh, that's right. That's bright. That's <laughs> what a fright. <laughs> it was such a sight. Um, <coughs> I good night. <laughs> it's the end of the show. It's the end <laughs> of our last Jedi special. Um, I I really enjoyed Bright. So we've we've talked about it a couple of times before because I I read the script a while back. Um, or at least most of the script. Um, because I I got to a certain point and I was like, okay, I don't want I don't want to ruin the ending for myself because I was really enjoying the story. Uh, so it's was like the 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 third act or really the second half of it. I was like, okay, I, I need to just wait to see this um Mm -hmm. but finally saw that uh i went to the the premiere which was an interesting experience because a when i was going there i didn't realize it was the premiere i thought it was just any other screening and so i was like about to walk over to the theater from like a coffee shop that i'd gone to hours before to just like get my work done and then I, i was i was like okay i'll just spend my day down in um basically ucla area where the the premiere was and i start walking over to the theater and i just like pull up the uh the screening pass and and kind of like look at it and read through it one more time uh and it says that it's formal attire and that the dress code is strictly enforced and i'm like in the literally this is no exaggeration i'm in like the dirtiest pair of jeans i've ever worn in my life (laughs) (laughs) like and i didn't even realize it when i put them on but i was like looking down at my jeans i was like what the fuck how do jeans get this dirty like I've never had a pair of jeans get that dirty before. I, I don't understand how it happened. Anyway, those and then like a, a t shirt that I've been wearing all day that has like sweat tacos on it at this point. Um I was just a, I was just a nasty, nasty boy. Uh so I ended up like running down to a local Ross and like buying an entirely new outfit, shoes to shirt, um and then running in. And then when I get there, uh Will Smith had invited like fifty Will Smiths.
2: Uh huh.
0: Or, like, more... I think, actually, it ended up being, like, a hundred, something like that. But there was just, like... I, I walk over to the theater, and there's literally a sea of Will Smiths. Just, just a bunch of guys named Will Smith from various areas of the world uh, that he had brought to the screening for some reason, because their name was Will Smith, I guess.
2: Okay.
0: It was odd. It was a very odd experience. Uh, and then as I was walking to my seat, Vince Vaughn gave me, like, weirdly flirty eyes. Okay... So that was just a strange thing, and I'm still trying to come to terms with what that was. Are you um, going to make
2: a? Uh, no, nah, I'm not going to make that joke.
0: Keep going. <laughs> make a move on Vince Vaughn. <laughs> um, um, sure. Uh, no, I hear you. Uh, uh, yeah, I should have. I should have gone and stricken up a conversation, seeing wh- where the where the night took us. Um, but anyway, the the movie was absolutely incredible. Like by far the best feature that Netflix has produced at this point. Um, I mean, Will, Will Smith just did an incredible job um joel edgerton who plays the orc uh his his partner in the movie is like such a like just this earnest character uh that does such a good job like like really bringing the sympathy and and i don't know like this movie was just fucking balls out like super fun and also just crazy intense uh every like it was just it was all the fun of of training day with all the crazy action that you would expect from like Uh, a sci-fi slash fantasy movie
2: (laughs) yeah no man i'm i'm amped i can't wait to watch it on friday hell
0: yeah dude that's that's what i'm planning on doing i can't wait to watch it again honestly like i'm glad that i saw it on the big screen because that it really like especially for a netflix original movie uh that kind of sucks that you don't really get that experience um yeah I i think they should release theatrically like amazon does right like with manchester by the sea it was released in theaters, but it was also immediately available on Amazon. I think they should do the same thing for Netflix movies.
2: Yeah, I wonder if there's. Uh, the, uh, my guess is that they're going to work towards doing that.
0: Yeah, I would hope so.
2: I mean, it uh, makes sense, especially with their how deep in the hole they are. They need more money coming in.
0: Yep. Um. All right, but that's uh, that's that's really all my catch up. I just say you know go see freaking bright. Um. And then one uh, one little catch up that I have. Or, that'll or, lead-
2: or don't go...
0: Yeah, don't go anywhere and see it. And see it. Yeah. Just see it. Just, Just see right it. Right where you are right now on the subway. Um, do you think we have yeah. a lot of listeners who ride the subway a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I was For whatever reason, I always imagine that like all of our listeners are in L.A. and Salt Lake, even though I have empirical evidence that says otherwise.
2: <laughs> you know what's funny is I imagine all of our listeners are working uh, at the same place I work and doing the exact same job I'm doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then matt turns around and there's like a million people just <laughs> headphones in their ears doing the same exact thing it's like the mirror scene from last jedi with ray
2: a million uh-huh sure yeah and yep. then you
0: snap your fingers and for then some I snap reason my
2: fingers and it, the reality sets in that it's about 12 <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but yeah, so, so I read uh, uh Captain Phasma, the four issue uh um Kelly Thompson series with somebody on art whose name I can't remember.
2: Yeah, that'll be a good segue. Let's do
0: that. Yeah. Uh it was all right. Yeah.
2: I <clears throat> I know nothing about it at all. I haven't even I've never even like I don't even know what it's about. I haven't so, touched it.
0: So it takes it takes place basically right like it's uh it takes place like sort of in, in, like, during the third act of, of uh, The Force Awakens and a bit after, okay, um, it doesn't show Phasma getting out of the trash compactor, which was a little disappointing, but sh- somehow she has gotten out of it uh, and then basically goes on a mission to pin the... Because uh, like, you know how um, in Force Awakens, Han and Finn uh, basically kidnap Phasma and get her to lower the shields? Yes. Uh, she basically she finds that somebody else accessed the uh like the the system or whatever right around the same time she did or after she did or something uh and so then she decides she's going to pin the uh shield thing on that guy and and make him a traitor um but that guy fled the base and so basically the the four issues are like a uh her going on the hunt and and f- tracking this guy down to kill him mm. um and she's accompanied by some random pilot who has to deal with what she learns and whatever. Uh, there's a couple of little surprises and they end up on like some untouched civilization where something or other, you know. Yeah. It was it was very average. Uh, kind of fun. It definitely was... I, I think it was equally as strong as the um, Shattered Empire story that led into The Force Awakens.
2: Oh, okay, so like... Maybe worth a read but don't expect the world
0: exactly yeah it's just like it's an average story uh that if you haven't seen the last jedi yet or something like that might get you a little excited for it but outside of that it's not really consequential gotcha i think it was well written it's just like i'm sure there were tons of restrictions on what the plot could be and it had to be so self-contained that it couldn't really have much fun gotcha but uh but it was it was you know it was decent and the art was was solid and all that stuff but i really think that uh that you know, you know what we're about to do. Do you know I, what we're about to do? I don't. Oh well, I'll tell you. Oh shit! Fuck! I fucked it up. Star God Wars. God damn it! You suck so bad at that. <laughs> it's Star Wars time. Star Wars you know?
2: time. It's Star Wars time. It's my favorite time. It's Star Wars time.
0: It's Star Wars time. You know. <laughs> Here we go again. Here we go again. It's do you fucking like Star Wars? Oh st- 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 Star Wars. Um So we hey, saw w- the Last Jedi. I saw The Last Jedi. Once. Spoiler warning. Uh from this point on we're going to talk a lot about The Last Jedi in, in Deep spoil. Actually, should we really quick give like a summation of uh, our feelings on it and then go into spoilers? Nah. Nah, just fuck it. Fuck it, you
2: guys go see Star Wars if you haven't seen it yet. What are you doing? Listen to our podcast. Get out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, Jesus. Go see Star Wars. Don't don't listen to some sh- don't listen to our crappy show for what we thought about it. Go see it, <laughs> see what you thought about it for yourself, and then come back and hear what we thought about it.
0: Yeah, you dicks. Don't, no,
2: no, no, no. Don't be mean to him. <laughs>
0: Just oh my god, stop it the Star Wars, man. All we're right, so bad at that. I know. You're, no, like no, that really guy. You're like that
2: the, like, sound and light guy at a murder mystery who like can't get the music volume right and just keeps turning it up and down while the main actor's trying to talk on stage.
0: Oh, man. I know um, that from
2: experience when I was the sound and light guy from a murder mystery and I was not good at doing the sound. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, spoiler warning from here on out. I say we start off with both of us just sort of uh, going on our... our uh, Uh, given given a little soliloquy given our our overarching thoughts and feelings on the movie and then kind of getting into our discussion how's that sound let's do it what'd you think of the movie jason um i thought that the the story and like plot and and thematic elements and the characters and all that stuff i thought that the the overall you know like like from a thousand foot perspective or whatever looking at the thing as a whole i thought it was a great movie um thoroughly enjoyable, uh, unpredictable, which I think is one of the best things that you can say about a Star Wars movie. Um, It's really uh, found sort of a a new kind of tone and direction for itself. Um, I really, really enjoyed the sort of um, abandonment of, of, you know, kind of the you know, not, not being beholden to the original trilogy and not like really caring that much about whatever your fucking Snoke fan theory is, um, that it was, that it was more concerned with, with where it wanted to go and, and the new tone that it wanted to establish rather than being a carbon copy of, uh, or a carbonite copy, if you will, (laughs) oh, 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 Star Wars, um, you know, and not being a carbon copy of Empire Strikes Back, which everyone kind of thought it would be myself included, um the 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 biggest complaints that I have about this movie um could I think be perceived as as kind of nitpicky. Mm. Um, but there were the the things that really took me out of the movie uh, didn't have so much to do with the story or the events of the movie, but rather like there would be a good thing that I really enjoyed that I thought was just executed a little weirdly. Um, the best example of that, I think being, uh, Leia after she gets blown out into space, just kind of doing her weird Superman thing. Yeah. I thought there could have been a better way to do that, especially when she opens up the airlock and nobody gets sucked out immediately into the void of space. Um, that was, you know, like the little things like that where it's like, okay, you know, it's not really like, it's not a big thing, but it's just like one, you know, it's like a little thing that takes you out of the movie. Same with like, uh, you know, pose your mom routine with, uh, with Hux, um, just little stuff like that. But overall, again, it just like uh, thoroughly enjoyable. And so I do want to say that like, uh, any complaints I'm going to have from here on in, cause I'm sure we will discuss things that we liked and did not like. Uh, and some of them, some people might be like, <laughs> um, a, it's all subjective. Uh, and B, I still really enjoyed the movie despite whatever complaints I might have for it. So yeah, that's that's me. What about you? How did you feel about the movie, Matt?
2: I feel like you actually just said that directly to me even though you were talking to the listeners.
0: Sure, both. Cuz I think also <laughs> we need to open up open up the room to be like we we might we might yell at each other and call each other stupid and whatever, which is fine cuz it's, you know, an entertainment, no, comedy.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. No, I you know, I don't know, I'm feeling pretty zen about it. I loved it. I absolutely loved the movie. I thought it was fantastic. Um were there things in the movie that I was like, eh, that's funny? Like funny as in like uh yeah, it's a, it's a funny funny like getting your funny bod. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. But overall I really loved it and I'm really it really just I don't know. It yeah, I don't I, I know that's like kind of a pretty solid little nutshell there but I walked out of that movie feeling vibrant. I really I really had a good time. Yeah. Uh, Quit it with the sound
0: effects. <laughs> I didn't mean to turn Star Wars on.
2: So bad at that thing.
0: <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. Put your hands in your lap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. But so there's my nutshell. I mean, I I would like to get into all the nitty gritty, but I just want to go. Uh, I mean, that's at the end of the day. I'm. I was. Uh, I was really happy with that movie. I could tell you were. Yeah. Bruh. Uh, what? Bruh,
0: what, bruh? Stop it! <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. Soundboard's it's, going away.
2: Take the soundboard away from everything. It's it's. There's <laughs> no place here on our Star Wars specials extravaganza, Jason. But it's so extravaganza. It it's was like that one time when you brought in the. Oh, you mean the ep- our hundredth episode where I got drunk? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but. <laughs> Oh, I
0: forgot to mention I'm fucking loaded right now. I'm uh-huh, just kidding. sure
2: you are. Um, no, but uh, you know I, I I don't know I I there were there there was a couple things in the movie that I guess you could say took me out of it a little bit, but not much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Leia scene was one of them, but probably for a different reason than for most other people. And then uh, uh, not not much else. Some of the jokes were a little like obviously intended for younger people, but that I think that's so i also think that's so critically important to star wars that uh mm. yeah, i i i i think it's important that you leave those jokes in there
0: that makes sense i so <laughs> there was one there's like it's it's like this movie had a, a good amount of moments that like are just uh weird within the context of a star wars movie uh the the other one that that stood out to me was luke uh when they're on the island and there's that weird animal with the four uh utters right near where uh, a lot of animals would have their balls, yeah. And Luke just like squeezes it and like takes a drink and then just stares weirdly up at Ray. Yeah, that was that was a moment that I was like, huh.
2: Yeah, I really liked that. I thought that was great. <laughs> um, interesting. I thought that was some really good world building.
0: <laughs> uh, it was building the world of this animal's weird ball I know, boobs.
2: I know it wasn't like wasn't quite the right color, but it's kind of where blue milk came from, maybe.
0: No, that was that was green milk. It was a it different. Was,
2: I know it was green, but I'm just saying, like, I no, like it. It's a
0: different milk, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, blue milk doesn't come from cows. Come on, man. Are you sure? Well, there's no cows in Star Wars. There might be. There's fucking dobacks and banthas. <laughs>
0: Just gonna put all these fucking dewbacks in here, and that's where uh, that's where they get their blue milk from. <laughs> get them from all the fucking do-backs. uh Maybe that's why George Lucas put all those dubacks in. Is he's like, shit, we don't know where the blue milk came from. Uh, I, my 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 point is, I just
2: I don't know. I really like that. I thought that was a nice touch. I thought that was uh, 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 definitely, just, like I said, like a world building moment where it's like, uh, and it really kind of I don't know. I it's I think it's the. the talking about this it's 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 also really important i think and this is kind of kind of leading to a bigger broader thing so we can dive in right now if we want yeah uh uh, about luke skywalker and his character through this movie which i know is horribly contentious uh amongst amongst fans right now which is interesting you know I, i don't i wouldn't i don't say i hate that there's a lot of like outcry but it's very interesting seeing how people are how much ownership people are placing on this thing. Uh, yes. Um, and I'm also sort of, uh, it's interesting because I feel like for, if, you know, as the Star Wars fan that I am, and as long as I've been a Star Wars fan, which is, I cannot remember not being a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Humble brag. How, how little I feel uh, that these people are feeling so much sort of uh, out, out, you know, anger
0: about. Yeah, Absolutely.
2: Uh, so it's kind of interesting. It's fun watching this right now because it's, you know, I don't know. There's an overarching and kind of a theme as to like sort of my general attitude around all this. Yeah. And I'll get to that uh, later on. It's sort of a kind of a bigger thing I've been thinking about. But anyway, th- what I like so much about um, that moment in particular and just kind of seeing is because I really like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I really like that Luke is now kind of, he's become, become this like kooky you know, cackling swamp monster like Yoda. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, he's not, uh, I like yeah. that. Uh, I think it's a really cool character turn and I think it's an interesting, you know, I know everyone's, everyone's probably screaming on me, but Mark Hamill said, uh, like, Mark yeah, Hamill that's... doesn't, Mark Hamill doesn't own Luke Skywalker. That's true. Uh, Granted, um,
0: neither does Ryan Johnson. <laughs> exactly.
2: Neither of yeah. them own Luke Skywalker and for all, from all accounts that I can see, they both kind of came to an, a mutual agreement as to the regarding of the character. Because mm-hmm. like Ryan Johnson was like, here's my character, here's, here's Luke. And Mark Hamill was like, what? No. And then he was like, oh, okay, let's work on this together. And what it seems like is you get this sort of, you get a little bit of push and play between the, the actor and the director uh, mm-hmm. about the direction of the character and how to treat the character. And what you end up with is, I think, arguably, Mark Hamill's best performance in a Star Wars film.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think that that's it, it is hard to dispute that Mark Hamill's performance in this movie is is almost far and away his best. Because, um, yeah, I mean, just thorough, thoroughly, satisfying. Um, and and I, I do I do see what people are talking about when they say that it's a you know, kind of a weird direction. Uh To take Luke and that you know like him acting uh out of like vindictiveness or trying to kill uh Ben solo was you know like out of the character or whatever i can I can see why people feel that way sure um sure i can too of of the things in this movie that like that you know bothered me or struck me as weird or whatever that was not one of them no uh not at all it was that that to me was like a, a great surprise of the movie like the and i really i even though it was a little of an odd moment i did kind of like the uh the the sort of tone setter of you know picking back up where the force awakens left off luke grabbing the lightsaber and then just throwing it over his shoulder
2: that was one of my favorite moments in the entire movie
0: well and it's like it's honestly it's a microcosm of the entire movie like exactly exactly and i think that's as soon as that hit right cuz you
2: get that first opening sequence with Poe and it's fucking amazing mm-hmm. um like some of those x-wing shit where he like flies the x-wing at the camera and like does the like full bank oh, like, turn
0: yeah that that turn that that Holy turn maneuver was amazing shit like yeah. I, you know that
2: whole opening sequence i was just like oh my fucking god this is this is the fucking coolest thing i've ever
0: seen yeah it was really cool
2: um but with that also i was like okay this is the tone the movie's setting here we go and we get to Luke and he just fucking tosses the saber. I was like, I, th- brilliant. I love this movie so much. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. Like, I don't care where this movie goes at this point, but it's obviously not going to follow any rules. And it's going to say, you know, you know what? Fuck off. We're, yeah. It's just like, like, and I just, I really respect that. I really respected Ryan Johnson just saying, you know what? I'm not going to divulge all this fan theories that you guys have been yeah. freaking out about over the
0: past two years. I'm not going to give J.J. Abrams the satisfaction of opening up his mystery box and like playing around in it. I'm just going to close it right away and throw it out the window.
2: But see, okay, so I've been thinking about that today, too, because um, they, they, I think they knew already. I think J.J. already knew what was going to happen in the last day. I think this whole thing's already been scripted out. Do you really? I really do because for example i think it's re- i mean that's what one reason i sort of went down this rabbit hole was um was uh uh how they put a rogue one uh, in rogue one they put a t- uh, put something into rogue one that was integral to giving sort of credence to something that happens in this movie right yeah, the that's whole true. the whole hyperspace tracking so they're obviously there's a bigger overarching thing going on. I don't think it was just like JJ wrote the Force Awakens and just shut the door and then Ryan opened it and did whatever the fuck he wanted to.
0: Yeah, I wonder like I I do wonder though how much cuz you know, I mean like sh- yeah, I agree that that obviously uh the last Jedi and, and also, the, I mean, the other thing is, too, there was a lot of sort of like reshoots and retooling on Rogue One. And so, you know, it's, it, it would, it would be curious to see like when that specific thing, since it was a small thing when they're talking about the um, hyperspace tracking. Sure. Uh, since it is such a small thing, it would be very easy to add sort of in post or in reshoots. Um, and, but any, anyway, I, I, I would be curious to see like at the point of the Force Awakens being, uh, or starting filming, or, or even wrapping filming, uh, how much of the Last Jedi had been either written or determined? Because um, that yeah. one, I mean, I, I feel like Force Awakens was also written well in advance of all the other ones.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's good. I mean, I, all I know is that there's absolutely sort of a uh, 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 Lucasfilm has like sort of like the star, the Star Wars core that's like kind
0: of crafting everything, right? Yeah, they have the the story group that. Well, this, they this- they they approve everything.
2: That's what I mean. So, like, I'm I'm wondering if I'm, i I think that's a really good question. I'd like to see what you know. JJ has to sort of if he has a response or anything in there, or like what you know, bec- just yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, my 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 hunch says that the that uh, th- that things have been planned out ahead of time, and that like I don't know, man. It's just I I don't know. I, the, I think you're absolutely correct though by saying that Luke Skywalker throwing the lightsaber over his shoulder was the perfect microcosm for what this movie means. Yeah. Um all the way to the point of like, you know, a new hope comes out and then hype builds up for Jedi or for Empire and uh we get like the biggest bombshell dropped in a movie of all time. Yeah. And then and then just forcing everyone's expectations into the last Jedi, and the Last Jedi's like, yeah, fuck you. Nope. <laughs> yes. And I fucking love that, man. I thought that was one of the boldest things you could ever fucking do in a Star Wars movie is to just completely say
0: Nope. Well, yeah, and this... I mean, really, the, the thing to me that, that felt the strongest about this movie is that over over the course of its runtime, it gradually strips away all of the mythology and sort of the leftover, like, uh, uh, baggage of the original trilogy and of, of what came before, you know, right? Like, you start off with Luke tossing out the lightsaber. Uh, and then, you know, the further you go on, then, you know, it's like eventually... Hey, uh, raise, you know, or, or rather, you know, the, the first order and the rebellion, you know, are getting their weapons from the same people or whatever. And then it's, Oh, Ray, your parents were drunks. And then it's, you know, Snoke is dead. And, you know, like nobody ever really cared about who he was. And, you know, then Luke is dead. Like it, it just, it's, it's like stripping away all of those sort of preconceived, uh, notions of like what star Wars is. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was a very strong choice, um, and that's, I mean, that's, you know, we were talking about this uh, before we started recording. That's the thing to me that was the most, um, the, the the strongest part of this movie was sort of the theme of like, hey, not everything is absolute dark and absolute light, that there is a lot of middle ground and that, you know, j- like that, that joining up or that sort of like aligning with, you know, hey, this, these are the good people and these are the bad people isn't really a good way to 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 live and it should rather be about your intrinsic sense of what is good and what is bad
2: yes exactly um
0: and i i I thoroughly enjoyed that and and also just the sort of like because i I think the direction that they're going now is that hey there is no light side of the force there is no dark side of the force there is the force and and the way that you sort of choose to use that is subjective uh and so I think that that's sort of where Rey's going is it's not, you know, like, and I think that they are true to sort of their last Jedi title or whatever, that maybe Rey is not a Jedi, right? Like that she is, you know, that she is something new, you know, and that she is completely different and that the future is different. It's not Jedi and Sith. It's it's whatever the hell she is, you know? Yeah, totally.
2: No, um, I, 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 I wholeheartedly agree. And I think that's just such a... <sighs> I think it's an organic way to let Star Wars continue to breathe on its own, and I think that's one of the. I think that's you know, one of the pitfalls that we see with um, the prequels a little bit. Is it's so black and white? Yeah. Um, well, you know, and so I, is
0: the original trilogy, though. I'm not
2: saying the original trilogy is. I'm just trying to like, you know, you got these prequels where they're so black and white, um, and uh, you know, even the Jedi Order, who is you know, let's like the, the keepers of law and peace throughout the galaxy, is is. is uh, is so easily fooled, right? Yeah, and easily and easily dismantled. Um, that it's almost like the first trilogy, the, the prequels are almost like the um, the 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 how do I say the uh, sort of the deconstruction of Law and Order, right? And then the second prequels are the are, are fighting back against an oppressive regime, and this third one is like I don't know anarchy, like total like who knows i don't know yeah. it's it's exciting absolutely uh, and i think that's what's really important here is that it's exciting. It's like i'm now like i'm more excited now for the third one than i was before i saw the last jedi even though i'm already excited for it like because i don't know where they're gonna go they completely dismantled it yeah uh and that's so fucking cool and especially for a middle movie
0: yeah, exactly. Because yeah, it's like you you expect it to just be like, okay, you know, like we're gonna sort of like further the mystery and kind of continue things down the road and then it's just this sharp left turn. Right. They're like, Yeah,
2: uh, here's the here's the beats we're gonna follow. Yeah. Uh Ray's parents are Kenobis, surprise. I mean <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think that like I think that this was the only choice, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, as to, to answer these questions. Because like, let's say Ray was a skywalker, everyone in theater would be like yeah he's a skywalker i get I, I i my 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 buddy owes me five bucks or raise a kenobi like yay cool she's a kenobi that's fun but to just mm-hmm. be like nope it doesn't matter
0: <laughs> yeah no and, and this is the same with snoke it's like you know we don't give a shit who snoke is because guess what he's not the bad guy like he's he's fairly inconsequential yeah you know
2: uh, yeah he's he's the biggest red herring you could fucking possibly imagine in the force awakens
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> And uh that that, that kind of so i remember when force awakens came out uh j.j abrams said a lot about how the force awakens was more of a uh a transition movie than it was a first chapter right like that it's sort of it's kind of in, in its own way kind of a standalone movie um and with the last jedi that that becomes infinitely more apparent like it's it is a movie that literally is just about sort of handing off the reins uh yeah. from one generation to the to the next and then force or in uh last last jedi you know it's just like step on the gas and go in the new direction Um, absolutely i mean (laughs) i
2: mean mean, yeah and i think that's you know kind of going back to and i think we're going to be bringing this a lot as we talk through like uh outcry there's so much outcry right now about this movie it's so polarizing it's insane yeah um and i think a lot of that a lot of that really sits in this movie with like I think a lot of people wanted this to be Luke Skywalker's movie. Yes. And Luke Skywalker had a trilogy and his arc ended.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: You know, like this is not Luke's movie. This is Ray's movie. This is, yeah. uh, this is, um, uh, uh, Kylo Ren's movie, arguably. Um,
0: yeah, I mean and, this movie totally like its main characters are Ray and Kylo Ren. Like i I would be surprised if they didn't have almost the exact same amount of screen time.
2: Yeah. Um, and I think that was—I think that's such an important sort of aspect to this of like, you know, it's not we, we we got Luke's arc. Luke had a Luke had one of the most heroic arcs of all time. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make him infallible. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. And moving forward in his existence, that just means he did the right thing when presented with that challenge.
0: Yeah. Um well yeah and i mean it's like you know he certainly even in the the original trilogy when he's you know at his greatest or whatever he still had those moments where you know he kind of faltered and 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 second guessed himself and and you know sort of went in different directions like he's not in no way watching those movies does luke skywalker come off as a perfect character and and right. 100% altruistic you know like i i i don't understand why people have that in their heads and i think it's just the nostalgia motivator where like people will look back on things as being so great you know it's it, i mean it's like it's like the baby boomers who look at how you know time you know how how the world used to be so much better than it is and then you look yeah. back on those times and you're like well like what about all the mass genocide and like the oppression of people who were anything totally. other than than you know yeah. white men in uh in the u.s it, it like just shit like that where it's like well you know the past was only great from a certain point of view to use a hey star you. wars phrase Yo. Wait, wait, hold on. Uh, I have a perfect. I have a. I have a perfect. I have a perfect sound for it. I have, do you ready? Are you ready you, for this? You, are you ready? Yeah, I'm you so ready. ready. I, are you, Oh boy, you better be ready. Oh my God, you're the boy, worst fooling artist. Be, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so.
2: Ah, uh, oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I totally agree. And I, <coughs> uh, one here's my. I, uh, I have a lot of uh off the cuff kind of theories here as to Ooh, why you're seeing a lot of this and one of them is um a lot of the, i think a lot of the people that are really just shitting all over this were very invested in the expanded universe that before it got scrapped mm. um because luke's arc in the expanded universe after return of the jedi is so dramatically different than what we see him ending up as in the last jedi
0: yes oh absolutely
2: and, uh, I think there's a lot of that. And going back to your nostalgia thing, I think there's a lot of that for a lot of people where they're like, no, I want Luke to hook up with Mara Jade and he's teaches at this new Jedi Academy <laughs> and he's this. he's still a brave, bold hero. And so I think it's, I think, I think there's, I mean, and I want to say, I, I, I'm not trying to, I, I, I'm by no means anyone who feels this way about Luke Skywalker, I mean, in no mean, in no way am I like discounting that feeling for you because I have a lot of respect and a lot of nostalgia for, uh, the expanded universe and my sort of idea of what I thought Luke Skywalker was. Um, and you know what? Still is. It's Luke's, Luke's, this is, it is fucking goes full. So it's, th- this is why I like this movie so much because throughout this movie, you're dealing, you're, you're, you're experiencing Luke, the person, right? Yeah. And he's so human on this Island and he's been, he's conflicted and he's at, at least he's gone through these like extremely challenging orde- ordeals while he's trying to teach Kylo. And he's, now he sort of just ended up on this island and he's very like um uh, disenchanted with the ideas of the Jedi now and the, the, all this kind of stuff, right? But at the end of the fucking movie, he is the he is the legend that all of us on Earth right now have Luke Skywalker as Star Wars fans in our hearts, right? Yes. Like it's fucking brilliant, man. I mean, it's like you you you're bringing this character into the Star Wars universe to exist as he exists in our own universe. Um, even though we get to see a different side of him, which I think is also super important because he's still human he's still he's still fallible he 's still subject to emotions, you know i mean I think that's why 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 me personally why i don't like the prequel so much is because they feel so dead on emotions um and this feels rich with emotion because you have such complexity in these characters yeah um, I just thought that was like the best part of the entire thing was that like that Luke, like at the end of, at, the, at the end of the day Luke is is he's there's children playing with little like stick figures that they built themselves of Luke Skywalker the hero uh and yeah. it, it's it's just awesome
0: no totally yeah i i i 100% uh agree you know like i uh, that was one of the the strongest parts of the movie for me was that that end part where the kids are sort of talking about it like a little bit cheesy but uh but i certainly loved it and yeah like you're saying it's it's like luke skywalker is manifesting himself in that universe the same way that he has in ours um i mean i feel like
2: that's i feel like that's ryan johnson's love letter to star wars of at the end to be like like i know i teased with you guys i know i made luke weird but you know what here at the end of the day i'm giving star wars universe luke skywalker as george lucas gave us luke skywalker in our lives
0: yeah no absolutely
2: uh, uh, and i just i don't know a lot of respect for that
0: yeah. And I so and, and to, you know, sort of uh, going into to some of that stuff, actually, as it pertains to those kids and, and everything, um, I did want to talk about the, the second act of this movie, because for me, that was absolutely the weakest part. And I, I, I liked the, you know, going to the casino thing. I liked the, you know, these are the real evil, you know, people in the galaxy, the people who are profiteering off of, of war regardless uh-huh. of who wins and all that stuff like uh-huh. the thematic elements and that's kind of what I was talking about where like the story of that you know the the overarching thing that happens I don't really have much of a problem with but the way it happens I just thought was so like I don't know boring uh you know like the, I don't know and, and and it also like dragged on for a while too that that casino sequence and then you have the logical leap of like how did Benicio del Toro know like the 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 rebels were escaping in, in the uh like escape pods or whatever.
2: Uh-huh. Um
0: just like, you know, sort of the the stuff like that that, that just like kinda of drives you nuts. Um and just like the the chase sequence with those animals and stuff, like some of that I just felt like was a little a little too much. Um you know, and you know, people complain about it being a little too prequels which I get, but I think more than that it was just like I felt it was entirely unnecessary. Um uh-huh. But you know like had they have gone down there and and i don't know like the, the, there i i just feel like there was a more engaging and entertaining way to to do that to to basically have that same beginning and end of that sequence
2: sure I, you know i i'm with you i the casino scene was the part of the movie that took me out of it the most um it did it just felt harry pottery to me almost mm. does that make does that make sense yeah, like yeah. i don't yeah, um and I really like how important it was at the end of the movie. Like, it it didn't when the movie re- resolves and all the stuff from that sort of really sort of like kind of coalesced back together. I feel like I it's it's important that it's there. If that makes sense, I think you probably could have executed a little bit differently. I didn't love the writing on the back of the giant animals thing. That was a little yeah, a little that just looked a little weird to me. Totally. It looked a little blue screeny, but yeah, uh, or green screen or whatever these, whatever the kids use these days. Uh, blue screen, okay. It's, no, it's green screen. They use green now.
0: No, they use blue because it's it looks better on skin. Or do they use green again?
2: They use green now, but blue was the. <laughs> they use blue in the original Star Wars. Huh? I thought they. Hmm. No, they used blue in the original Star Wars. That's why R2D2 looked muted in some scenes because the blue from him. Oh, uh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh no, it's green now. They use green now because it looks better on skin. Mm. Um anyway, I, I I could see that and I just thought like I don't know, it feels really it feels it feels it important. It feels that feels like another sort of moment where you're really kind of building up more complexity as to why things are happening and what's happening right yeah um and i also re- I really like that too because now we're building this really dynamic universe instead of like the Empire's bad because they're bad and the rebels are good because they're good uh and i think that's really important and it's sort of a little feels a little bit more real life to me yeah absolutely uh, and i think that's really cool i like this escapism of star wars the like the light in the dark and the, that's just that nothing else yeah um but it's exciting to see what might be a much more complex future.
0: So let's uh, let's talk about a little bit about some of the the characters. Um so- I, I
2: I will say there's one character in this movie that um uh, that uh I was a little bummed about uh primarily due to screen time. Uh mm. uh Chewbacca.
0: Ah, okay. Uh
2: only in the sense like I, I just need more Chewie in my life. Give me more Chewie. <laughs> Chewy's my Chewy's my Chewy's my homie for life, and I want more Chewy. But uh, got to read the Chewy comic, dude. I did. I read the Chewie comic. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Never mind. Yeah. Um. And that's so dumb. I know. I just wanted to, like that's just you know I I everything I I just like Chewy so much, and in the and the and the prospect of the like the Chewy Ray partnership is super exciting yeah. to me. And you get it, you get it. It's in there. Like one of my favorite scenes in the movie is. Uh, when Luke's in the thing and Ray's trying to like knocking on the door, and then Chewie just blows the door open and comes in and just screams at him.
0: <laughs> that was fantastic. I love that, that. Actually, so good. I uh, is it just me or do the new Chewies like are the new Chewies eyes noticeably different than original Chewie? Like, and not even just from like the you know actual actors' eyes, but like the way that they're sort of shaped around it and everything. I don't know.
2: Yeah, his his face is a little bit different. Yes. Yeah. It, um, it always I like think they just. It looks. I think they just kind of put a little bit more work into the animatronics there, but probably. Um, no, it's cool. I really like how he looks. Hmm. I uh.
0: Wh- so okay. What's your thought on Porgs? Actually, before we get into all the characters.
2: Well, I just read a thing about Porgs earlier today. Again, I, I just kind of I was like, I got to. I I want to be. I want to give the Last Jedi some some props. So I read a lot of. Like, you know, what what's and who thinks what and why people don't like it and why people like it and all the above. But so the when they filmed on Skellig Island in Ireland, mm-hmm. puff, there's puffins all over the island. Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, you're not allowed to because it's a protected preserve. They're not allowed to actually they can't move the puffins. Uh, and so they just, there's nothing they could really do about these puffins that are just all over this fucking island. Huh. Um, and so that's why they turned all the puffins into porks. So the porgs you see in the movie are actually puffins that they just put the CG porg over.
0: What? Yep. No way. Way. Read it. Yeah. It's for reals. Huh. Yep. Although, uh,
1: hmm.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, not all of them, right? Not all the porgs. They added, they, you know, they did more with the porgs, but... Uh, a lot of the like big like uh, establishing shots and stuff where we see them flying around, those are puffins that they just turned into porgs. Um, mm. And I don't know if I buy this, but they said it was easier to turn them into porgs than it was to delete them from the seat with CG. Not sure I buy that, but uh, with that said, I don't like I was I was that was my biggest hesitation was that the porgs were going to be this fucking like bullshit Ewok garbage, right? Mm hmm uh and i i did not mind them i thought some of the jokes with them are a little bit kind of heavy handed but i kind of liked that they were ended up just being this like they're just fucking everywhere on this island and they're pests (laughs) (laughs) like i kind of really liked that i thought that was pretty cool of like yeah there's just fucking porgs everywhere you can't you can't get away from it and like that scene with chewbacca and he's like trying to fix the falcon and they're just like infesting the ship (laughs) <laughs> and they're like making a fucking nest in the wiring on this like side panel i was like eh, this is great i kind of like this just like that feels natural to me of like yeah there's just this pest animal that you just can't do anything about it's just be like you know if you're like you go to the amazon and like you just like you got cockroaches they're everywhere Ugh. you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah um, I, I i actually really like that 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 it was just a thing that they were like well fuck we got all these puffins everywhere i guess we're just gonna Making Roll with porgs. It and everywhere yeah. there's a puff and we're gonna make our own creature.
2: Yeah, totally. I mean, it just feels legit to me. I don't know. So yeah. with that, 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 that definitely sort of added the other. That added to my not really minding the porgs. Some of the jokes, like I said, some of the jokes in the porgs were like, eh, like the like Chewbacca eating a porg and then he looks up and he's like looking all sad. Like I feel like that humanizes the porgs too much, and that was, I kind of have a problem with that. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? Like I don't they, like you know they're not I don't want why, my food to why, be humanized like the, the the idea that the porgs would watch Chewbacca eating one of themselves would have would require that porgs to be somewhat self-aware uh, and i don't feel like that they act like they're a self-aware animal i know this is mm. my biology this is all, all my biology stuff coming back in <laughs> because like for example if you eat a chicken in front of a chicken the chicken's not going to look at you with sad eyes being like why are you eating my friend
0: well maybe chickens you've met all, most chickens
2: <laughs> but my point is like so like i'm watching that joke and i'm like i it, it, uh, to be fair a i laughed um and b it just yeah. it, it felt a, it felt a little hammy
0: ah yeah
2: a little full of ham little piggy well i mean there were definitely some hammy jokes in this that were like kind of uh hearkening back to some prequel style jokes um uh, <laughs> but it, it it's okay it's okay
0: uh-huh like a, as soon as you start reminding Matt of the prequels, he's out. He's done. done Fuck for that.
2: Be- well, you know, it's just I don't know, man. I, yeah, I, the reason I bring that up is because a lot of the critic, the critique that I'm seeing are people like it's too joke funny. Go back to the, and like, and then like, and the next fucking thing, it's like hashtag prequels were better. And you're like, come on, really? <laughs> come on! Like the prequels had some of the worst jokes of all the movies, where it's like the fucking Anakin writing a goddamn tick cow that like or i don't know or like or like uh we're in, i don't know that fucking that that farting sheep thing on tatooine like come on
0: yeah come okay. on
2: okay the one time that sound effect works <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean like i don't know so that's maybe me getting a little bit more like 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 uh having a little bit more animosity but it, it you know I don't know. The jokes weren't. The jokes don't make or break this movie.
0: Yeah. No. I I, I totally agree. And I think that you know, it, it, despite the fact that some of the jokes pulled me out and and felt a little weird in the context of Star Wars, uh, you know, and despite like General Hux being such a like slapstick comedy character in this movie, uh, I still don't think that those were necessarily bad decisions. Just that they were a little. Uh it was a little it was just a little whiplashy uh for me to be like oh gee, boy this is a different Star Wars yeah totally Um okay so so I want to talk about Kylo Ren. Okay. What was your so g- going into this movie, you know, after The Force Awakens, what was your sort of perception of him as a villain? And did you have any like did you have any thoughts on where you thought he might end up?
2: Um I didn't. I you know, I was kind of I I was I really didn't i didn't I didn't know where they were going to take Kyler in, and I think that was kind of one of the exciting things about going into the last jedi was i wasn't sure where they'd go you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I don't know I really like where they did go mm-hmm. Did but you- i wasn't i wasn't sure where the, what, what their intention was with it.
0: Did you have, um, like, what, what was your thought of him coming out of The Force Awakens? I mean, did you think he was a good villain or, or a good character? Or did you think he was kind of annoying? Like,
2: I thought he was good in The Force Awakens because I kind of liked that he was this younger uh, Darth Vader wannabe. Mm. Um, and that he was still a kid. In The Force Awakens, he still feels like a kid. Um, and so I liked him. I liked the character of Kylo Ren. I yeah. liked him as I liked him as a villain. Um I think the one thing I could probably say is uh I did expect maybe more of like a I didn't expect as much sort of contention within Kylo Ren in this movie. Mm. Um I, I, I kind of ex- I thought they might take him in a direction of like, no, he killed his dad, so he's just gonna be bad guy, bad guy. Yeah. Right? Instead of like the villain that they'd made for this movie, which was like He's not a hundred percent bad, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's he's he's super conflicted and and in the end he just decides, you know, to go your own way. You know, he he decides to go his own way.
2: And his own way is also the main villain now moving forward totally. in the new in the new trilogy. Yeah, they but they did, the did something Ar- with him
0: they did something with him that they never did with Darth Vader and well, made him so, the main villain.
2: So that's yeah and so after watching this i'm watching this and i'm thinking to myself like fuck this should have been anakin's story mm. like kylo ren's story is a better anakin story than the the prequel's
0: anakin story it kind of i mean kylo ren shares a lot of similarities with with anakin yeah you know and even even to the point where like we we're I, I think i sent those pictures uh or i might have even posted them on on our instagram of uh the storyboards for the, the star Wars prequels. If you look at Anakin in those storyboards, uh, especially in episode three, he looks like Kylo Ren, uh, you know, like to a T he's got the same scar. He's got like the long hair, sort of like a long face, long nose type of kid. Um, and you know, and then in, in, uh, episode seven in the force awakens, Kylo Ren is like very much sort of this whiny kid who complains about his destiny. Kind of like Anakin does. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he's just petulant and whiny and and brash and whatever. Uh, I I kind of agree with you. Yeah, I think that that Kylo Ren is sort of proving to be a better Anakin than Anakin.
2: Yeah, I know, and, I, and people are going to give me flack for that, but that's <laughs> what I think.
0: <laughs> oh boy, it's it's you know it's people people are going to come in ready for a fight with you. You know what I mean?
2: Uh, people, god damn it, <laughs> it's not it's so dumb. Talk about fucking hamming it up. Jason's going full special edition on us right now. <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, people went into this movie itching for a fight. Yes, uh, but anyway, back to Kylo Ren. No, I just thought I don't know everything. The Kylo Ren's arc was amazing. Kylo uh, and Ray have just such an awesome chemistry um, in the story. I just think it's so cool that how how intertwined they are becoming
0: i i yeah and i i loved their interplay i'll I'll be honest like i i have no fucking idea why that whole scene in the mirror was there with ray snapping and all that shit um but i did really really love sort of the connection that they were making and ray like ray's honest attempts to see the good in kylo ren um i thought was such a, a great addition to her character yeah uh and them yeah them just sort of like yeah, like just reaching out and even like, you know, Kylo Ren, he I mean, he basically tried to do the same thing with her that, that Vader tried to do with Luke, which is just like, hey, you have potential. And, you know, like, I, I think that we could be great together and we could, you know, change the galaxy and all that stuff. um, You know, and he's also I think also like the other thing is, too, he's probably honestly reaching out for a friend. You know what I mean? Like,
2: I exactly. He's so much more human. Than just being a Dark Lord of the Sith,
0: yeah, absolutely. And I, that,
2: which makes him such so much more dynamic and so much more interesting than just being like, than Anakin, who's like, like just not. He's not interesting. Yeah. Like he's just boring. Like his, well, his his struggles, born of I don't know. Well, to me, it's not as interesting. Whereas, whereas maybe maybe I'm not saying this right. So Anakin, the character is interesting, but the portrayal and how they did it all just was boring.
0: Yeah. Um, the execution was just not the execution. That's what I'm more yeah. getting
2: at versus the execution of Kyler Ren where you, you feel it so deeply. Yeah. Um, and they show it, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Sh- show it. Don't talk about it.
0: Yeah. Show, don't tell. It's the, the, the exactly. golden rule of cinema. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean like he, and really, I mean building into their, their inevitable, you know, final battle or whatever in episode nine, uh, I think that it's going to add so much more emotional weight to it now that, you know, like in the force awakens, they didn't really know each other, you know, to Ray, he was just a guy who was attacking her and attacking her friends. uh, And so she was going to fight him. But in episode nine, it's like, Hey, here's this guy who I legitimately like had a, a bond with, you know, like some form of like, whether it was like sibling, like, or whatever, like some sort of kinship with this person, uh, you know, and and showed that, you know, it's not like Luke and Vader where it's like, yeah, this guy tells me he's my father, but like, you know, we haven't really m- talked much, right? <laughs> like, dudes right. tried to shoot me and then we got in a fight and he cut my arm off and, you know, like that was their relationship, but with, with Ray and, and Kylo Ren, it's like it started off so contentious and then they started to f- sort of find each other and feel so simpatico and feel that connection and then just to like come back and twist the knife, you know, ten years later, five years later, whatever the uh, the in story timeline is, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of conflict there, where she'll probably still want to save him, and he'll probably still want her to join him. Um, you know, and so it's like I'm sure inevitably, you know, when one of them dies, like it's. I mean, it's going to be heart wrenching. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I loved. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, please. I was going to say I, I loved the direction they went with Kylo Ren. Um, the the sequence of him turning on snoke of of him you know sort of like you know and and quite obvious because of the the incredibly uh over hammy like super on the nose dialogue that uh snoke sort of gave in his final moments uh you know you could tell like kylo ren is like sort of deceiving snoke's mind by doing an action with the force and an action with his hand simultaneously Mm um you know clouding his thoughts and whatever uh I I really really loved that moment. Uh, I will say though, like Snoke's dialogue in that moment really really pissed me off. It was so like it was so intentionally ambiguous, so that whatever Snoke was saying could still be right, and you'd be like, "Ha ha, sure." You know, but he's like, "I can see him turning the lightsaber to to ignite it and strike on his true enemy." And it's like, who the fuck would say that? Sure like you know rather than just saying to kill you and then have him like be wrong on who he's going to kill or whatever sure uh but like that that moment though held so much resonance just to be like oh holy fucking shit this is not going you know like luke says in the trailer and and in the movie this isn't going to end or this isn't going the the way you think it will or whatever yeah. uh you know like that that moment was such a fuck tradition you know like fuck everyone thinking he's darth vader Fuck yep. whatever, you know, like, yep, he's becoming the villain, but then they team yep. up, and it's like, oh, fuck,
2: I know it's fucking i I mean, I just like I don't know, i like so exciting to it's like because what we're talking about how you're bl- blurring the lines so thoroughly, right, yeah, uh, so brilliant what and and come on, what a fucking fight scene that was
0: that was in in my opinion, the best fight scene that's ever happened in a Star Wars movie, yes. Like, hands down so good and just them like first off it looked so beautiful with just like that red backdrop and the, the sort of like you know was it white or black floor or some shit like that and yeah, you know and those guards looked badass as hell like the little when she tosses in the lightsaber and just that, that quick flash through the, the guy's head
2: the blink oh, yeah. oh my god that was so good well that was I think the one that, I think the scene that really struck me was Kylo f- pulls the lightsaber back and Ray catches it. Oh yes! And it's just like what? And they just fucking go to town on those guys. Yeah. ugh! ugh.
0: It's fucking so good. I and, and it's like for a second too. For a second, you think that Kylo Ren is going good. Totally. And then you're, and then you're like, shit. Like you know, it, like for me, I was kind of considering. I was like, well, wait a minute. Then who's the villain? Like Hux is Hux the villain in the last movie? <laughs> like totally. Uh, no, it's it's just amazing. I, I, it it was it was it.
2: I thought it so perfectly captured his descent, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, join me. And she's like, no, I'll never join you. And then that moment for Kyla was sort of like the real moment of like, I'm he on my didn't, own. He didn't, he didn't make the choice. He chose to kill Han Solo and was still conflicted, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody rejected him, and that's when he goes bad. Yeah, and that and to me, that's such a really important thing that makes a villain. Right? A villain is not a product of their own making, generally speaking. Yeah, a villain villain is a product of their environment and the people around them.
0: Exactly. It's it's you know it's it's basically really it's like you know when their when their wants and their their greatest desires end up clashing with the people around them. That's sort of what creates a villain, right? Like, yes, yes, yes. You know, I, I kind of look at Mr. Freeze, uh, and Batman is one of the best examples of how to build a villain, sure. especially in established canon. Cause it's like, you know, dude wants to resurrect his wife, you know, or, or bring back this woman that he loved. But in doing that and trying to accomplish his goals, he does things that just completely conflict and, and invade on, you know, sort of the, the lives and well being of everyone around him. Uh, You know, and that's like, that's such a, it's just such a great way to sort of create conflict with a villain rather than just arbitrary, oh, I want to kill people, like, give them a want that has collateral damage that then brings sort of a hero against them or vice versa. Yes, 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 yes. You know, and it's the same with heroes, right? Like heroes can create a villain through collateral damage of doing something altruistic, as we've seen in like the Marvel movies. I think that's something that Civil War did brilliantly is like, hey, here's Baron Zemo, you know, like he hates the heroes because they were trying to save the day and in so doing kind of ruined his life in a way, you know?
2: Exactly. No, such a much, I mean, it's, it's such, I I like that complexity. I and it's again, why I think I like this movie so much is it's, 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 um, it's a new chapter, right? It's like, I, you know, we saw two trilogies, Star Wars trilogies where the villains are just kind of just villains. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
2: like in the prequels, Palpatine's bad. Why?
0: Yeah, he's bad because he's bad. and
2: He's bad because he's bad.
0: And in the original trilogy, why is Luke bad? And yeah, like it's... Or, or sorry, why is uh, uh, Darth Vader bad? Like, you know, even though Darth Vader is one of the most iconic villains of all time.
2: Well, we're running... And, and run the assumption, like you've never seen the prequels. Exactly. You just watched the original trilogy. Why is Darth Vader bad? He's just bad.
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah. uh,
2: and then you kind of get a little bit... I mean, at the end. And I think that's why Empire... I think that's why Empire is such an important film, is because halfway you know, in Empire you get a little bit more glimpse behind the curtain, and then in Jedi you get a little bit more glimpse behind the curtain. But this is more just this is super interesting in the sense that we get, we're seeing the transition, and, and and there's meat to it. Yeah.
0: Um, what is so? And,
2: go ahead. Oh, and he's got an eight pack, so that's cool.
0: He's got he's got. What, what did you think of those high pants? I'm into it, man.
2: Like, a fucking, like, like, if Star Wars is nothing but has weird costume design, and I fucking
0: really liked it. It was just so, and I, I, I did, I did like the moment of like, can you like put on a towel or something? Uh, it's just like so weird, cutting to Kylo Ren just wearing these like belly high pants and no yeah. shirt. Like, what the
2: fuck! I uh, guess he was
0: he was coming true on uh, Matt the radar the technician's claims.
2: Uh, I uh, Yeah, and I wonder if that was sort of a, a joke at that. Uh, but you know who did all that costume design, right?
0: Uh, Jock did all the concept yeah, art for the costumes.
2: Yeah, Jock. This is very, very
0: cool. Yeah, for for those who don't know, Jock is uh alter ego for Mark Simpson. Uh, but every, everything he does is as Jock. He uh, illustrated a bunch of comics like The Losers and Batman Black Mirror. Also did the concept art for Ex Machina um, and Dread. Uh, just like one of my favorite illustrators of all time. So good oh
2: he's yeah, he's amazing, I mean I, I think it's I think you can I think that the costume design in this film goes to show that hundred percent it's yeah. so good it's so
0: so good he's been uh, he's been sharing on his Instagram lately a bunch of uh, shots now that he can finally put it out there he's been sharing a bunch of shots of like his his concept drawings for uh, a lot of the the costumes and it's just it's it's amazing. I can't wait to get that art book like I love the Star Wars art books and I haven't gotten tons of them. Uh, but I do want to get the Force Awakens art book and the Last Jedi art book.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, I like the. I mean, I I really like the art books too. I'm with you. Um.
0: So anyway, I, you know,
2: I it, I just I I really I I don't know. Anyway, for, so moving so moving on with Kylo, just to kind of wrap him up at the end, like he had this arc, he had this moment. It's all super great, and then you just see at the end just him lashing out. So violently, yes, in, in that in that in that whole end sequence, and uh, how awesome was that? What I I, mean? I
0: loved that sequence, and I'm so mad at myself for not noticing. Well, I so I noticed that Luke's beard was darker, right? And I was like, oh, that's weird. Well, uh, I, uh,
2: yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Let's just we're diving into it. Okay. Let's,
0: yeah, let's dive into that. Uh, just just for a moment, yeah. to talk about that conflict, and then we can move on to like talking about Ray and and Finn and all them. Um, well, I, I just before I touch on that,
2: I just okay. wanted to. Because I I want to yeah I want to get there, but I just wanted to mention uh, just right before we get there that like the moment when Luke comes shows up at the base and he kisses Leia on the head and he kind of gives three P O the wink, <laughs> so fucking good the wink man yep. oh the fucking wink I fucking loved it because you know three P O knows he's not there oh you know that's a he's, that's a good cause point he's a fucking because he's a robot like he, yeah. he knows he's not there and he fucking winks at him uh, oh
0: I loved it. That's, that's, that's actually, I, I, I like that observation. I didn't really like that. Never uh, connected in my head. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I was, I'm mad at myself for like not a, not, not, uh, making the connection when his beard was darker, but then B, you know, he walks out onto the sand and he's leaving no footprints. Uh, then C, you know, the, the like cannons are all firing on him and he's entirely unscathed. And when he brushes his shoulder off, there is no like there is no dust on his shoulder. There's no dust on him at all after being immersed in a cloud of dust. Yeah. Like, I, I was just so pissed at myself for not noticing sooner that he wasn't there.
2: But I think that's just another, another thing about this movie that kind of just was so, like, really, they, how they really play on your expectations, right? You want him to be there so fucking bad. Like, oh, Totally you want Luke to show up and just kick ass yeah. and be as Luke Skywalker is. Like you wanted Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. to be. Um, and, uh, you know, cause for me, I, yeah, his hair, his haircut was different. His beard looked shorter. Like the it, lightsaber was back. The lightsaber was back. Like all the fucking above, like all these things that you're like, you want so bad. And, and I'm, and I'm justifying it all in my head as I'm, as I'm watching this play <laughs> out. I'm like, Oh, like he cleaned himself up and then he, yeah, you know, same. like, Totally, like, he's all his things and like, never once in a million fucking years, even though at the beginning of the movie they pretty much teased that that's the, th- the thing that's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Um, and I do – so I, I have, like, some some looking forward to episode nine questions, but I think I'll save those. But there is one that, like, pertains to some of that stuff that I have.
2: Yeah, yeah, let's get those at the end. But uh, anyway, no, I just uh, – yeah, I, I – yeah. No, so that was I think one of the best parts of the movie was when Kylo's in the in the cockpit of the uh I don't know was it like an ATGK or something
0: like I can't remember, but it was well so no, he was he was in like w- the floating ship, like his oh, floating he's ship. In the, that's right. He's in yeah. the ship
2: above it and he's like, everybody train your guns on him and shoot him. I was like, Oh my god. Yeah, he that was is so, so pissed. F- fucking cool. Um and Yeah, was- and he's just furious and he throws hucks against the wall. Yeah. Oh, I loved it.
0: And, like, I mean, and even, like, in that moment, too, Hux is like, are you sure we got him? You know, like, in that sarcastic tone or whatever. And then having the payoff for that being that Luke is still just standing there. Like, just brilliant. Uh, And then, you know, like, and he's so enraged just at the sight of Luke. And especially, like, you know, the other thing, too, is, like, the you know, the reason that Luke looks like that as the Force Ghost is because that's the last time Kylo Ren saw him. You know, like... He exactly. is being the memory that Kylo Ren has of him, and so. Okay, so
2: wait—that—that—that that, that, what you just said raises a really good question, though. Yeah. Is he a Force ghost or is he a Force projection? Mm. Has he died yet? Is the scene of him dying before or after this whole scene happens? I because th- they, think they, you, you can play with time a little bit, but Star Wars traditionally does not play with time. It doesn't. It's lin- it's, it's very linear. So. It's
0: always yeah. It's always been linear, which also like. So I think there's there's a bunch of other questions that I have about episode nine that have to do with time as well. But um, I do I don't think it was a ghost for the specific reason that force ghosts in Star Wars, at least up to this point, have always had uh, like a uh, blue light around them. Right. So
2: and I'm on the same page. I, I don't think I think he I think he died in the effort exerted to project like that. Which I did, which they kind of already talked about in the first thing. You just had said, you said force ghost and that's why I think it's because I thought the same, I've, I've sort of gone, I've waffled a little bit of like, hey, maybe he died before it and that was his force ghost, but I don't think so. Star Wars doesn't play with time like that.
0: Yeah. It just, it never has, which again, it's like in a way it, it kind of is a, is a bummer going into episode nine because there's a lot of things that I would want to be like, hey, can we flash back and like explain what happened between here and here and like. All this other stuff, but I know they won't because flashbacks generally aren't a thing in Star Wars, except right. for like the quick little mo. And that was the thing too, is like in this movie, it did sort of break tradition because there were flashbacks to a certain yeah. extent and a little bit in Force Awakens, like.
2: But here's what's interesting about all those things, right? They you can kind of you can kind of wave them off as, um, uh, Force visions. Mm. But and it's so another thing why I like this movie so much is it's now it's really tricky to talk about star Wars because, uh, um, as, as, as my sort of motto coming, walking out of this film, I was like, I must unlearn what I have learned. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, yeah, there's force visions. So Ray has these force visions in the force awakens, right? Uh, Uh, with the night, with the Knights of Ren and stuff. But like, that could have been past or future, and it also might not be correct. Like Luke saw his friends dying in Empire Strikes Back, and they didn't die. Oh, that's true. So, like all the Force Vision stuff, all this, like all this, like m- stuff that's going on, I wouldn't put a ton of weight behind it because um, the Force might show you what you need to see versus what actually happens.
0: Huh. That that is a good thought. Actually, I uh, I dig that.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> i mean because think about it we saw two flashbacks of the same scene from, from luke and two different things happened right yeah uh so we don't really know what happened
0: that is that is true and i, I was thinking about that like i i well no because we we do kind of see we see the two different versions and then when luke finally explains it to ray uh we kind of get there there's a moment where we get the full picture where luke you know he ignites his lightsaber but then, like, is about to turn it off when Kylo Ren wakes up, right? Or when Which when think wakes w-
2: up, right? So I think we can all sort of say that Luke's probably telling the truth because he was at his most vulnerable when he was saying all that. Yeah, right. Um, but I'm just, you know, I don't know. Uh, I mean, really, stuff I thought I knew about Star Wars is fucking toast after this movie. Oh, uh, totally. And I, and I, and I'm and I'm so happy about it. I like. D- I don't care. <laughs> I think it's so much more fun that way that, uh, you know, I like the idea of kind of like, uh, I really like the idea of that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I know, what I thought I knew so well. Uh, and I think another reason why this movie is so fucking brilliant is the movie fucking tells you that in the movie. Yeah. Uh, where they're like, Luke, you don't know Luke like you thought you knew Luke. Luke doesn't fucking know Luke like he thought he knew Luke. Mm -mm. Um, and now you, the viewer, don't, doesn't know Star Wars like you thought you know Star Wars. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's very exciting. And I keep going back to that, but I like, I'm so hyped on that right now, where I'm just like excited that uh, they just changed the game so much. Yeah, no, I, uh, I absolutely,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm with you.
2: No, I, so two moments, uh, you know, during uh, Force Awakens, I think we can all collectively say we teared up a little bit when Han Solo died. Mm. Um. Or when chewy when it pans to the the moment that got me wasn't when Han died, but was when the camera panned to chewy and chewy goes mm-hmm. and shoots Kylo Ren. That was the, that was the when it, when it panned to That's what really kind of got me. Got my got the onions. Oh, same. But,
0: yeah. Hey, like Harrison Ford's reaction didn't really get me, but yes, like Chewie's reaction to that, I was like,
2: "Fuck!" Yeah. As soon as it hit chewy I was like, "Oh god, that hurts. That yeah. hurts deep." Totally. Um. In this film, the, the two moments that really got me, that really, really started to play with my emotions was, A, when R2 projects Leia saying, help, us Obi-Wan, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Yes. That was one of the most, like, I don't know, like, uh, heartwarming's not the right word, but just, like, raw emotional f- feelings I felt in a Star Wars movie. Mm. Um, and I just love that looks like, what did he say? He says... Uh, what does Luke say when R does that? Like not cool or yeah, like that was, low, a, that, was a, that was that was a, a low, low blow, or yeah, or yeah. a cheap oh. shot or something. Cheap, yeah, oh, so good, uh, yeah, uh, great moment. And uh, I think this is the moment where we might find a little contention between the two of us, but Yoda.
0: Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I e, e, we we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about Yoda. <laughs> is that did you
2: just like save that for was the, the soundboard intentionally just to talk about yoda uh
0: kind of <laughs> <laughs>
2: no no so, so i'd like to i'd like to hear your thoughts on it because uh we we briefly discussed it but uh we yeah. didn't really get into it
0: i thought and, and again this isn't like i no, like no, no, I it's
2: you're, you you don't I, I mean it's cool i'm not gonna get upset or anything
0: yeah i i like original trilogy yoda i like puppet yoda I also have no problem with CG Yoda up until he starts, you know, flipping around and becoming like a, a jelly monkey. Uh, the Yoda in this movie looked so weird, and not from the pers- like not from the point of view of like how he was constructed, you know, and the actual puppet of him, but he looked very weird in his presence on screen, especially with the light around him. Mm. Uh, you know, like the Force Ghosts in the original trilogy, they they were kind of transparent, right? Like they had a certain transparency to them. Whereas when Yoda shows up on screen, like Yoda is in full color and then there's a blue light around him. And so it makes him look superimposed, And it just, it looked so weird to me. Hmm. Uh, and, and so that like, that was just jarring. I loved his character. Like the things that he said and the things that he did, I I was super on board with. Um, but just the way he appeared just felt so like, it just didn't look like he was there next to, next to Luke. Right. Um, didn't look like they were they were occupying the same space because of like the, the glowing light around him, but then still maintaining his full color in his body. Huh. Huh. Um,
2: yeah, no, I didn't have that reaction at all.
0: Ugh. uh and I, no. and, and I and I and I know that that was like one of those moments that it's like, see, practical effects. Here you go, original trilogy fans. We're doing Star Wars. Oh, Yeah, probably, and probably
2: because the last time you see Yoda as a Force ghost, he's that. That's what he looks like.
0: But he's not in full color. When you no. see him as a force ghost, he's transparent.
2: Well, blue screen, green screen, man, come on.
0: Yeah, they, I mean, in today's <laughs> no, days, they can make a transparent character. No,
2: I know they. T- I'm just kidding. But uh, no, nah, he didn't. Uh, he he didn't bother me, and I was actually really excited that they made him a puppet. I thought that was super cool. Objection! Okay. Uh, Jesus Christ! What the
0: hell was that? That was someone. That was Tom Cruise yelling, "Objection!"
2: Oh, I couldn't even understand it. It just sounded like a wall of noise. Oh well. Um. I tried. A nice try. <laughs> uh, no, I liked it. I totally liked it. I I, I I liked it. It felt a little campy, which felt like legit. And but I, beyond what he looked like, the character of Yoda and the dialogue I felt was so much so encapsulated the Yoda, the the the, the original trilogy Yoda, right? Not mm. the prequels Yoda. Absolutely. Um, and I just thought that was so such a good decision because they could have easily gone like, oh, let's just make Yoda like only wise, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's, he doesn't have a sense of humor or anything like that. Like, he just doesn't, he doesn't in the prequels at all. and
0: Yeah, he's like, very somber in the prequels.
2: Right. And I, like, I get it and, like, I think that's why we all fell in love with Yoda so much is during Empire. He's just like a cackling swamp monkey, right? And it's <laughs> Yeah, fucking, he's fucking crazy. It's fucking amazing. um, And so... I just really like that, how to return to form and his sense of humor. I thought one of the best lines in the entire movie was "page turners." They were not like (laughs) so fucking good, man. Like, like, and just the conversation he has with Luke, and you know how he's, you know, he's just kind of like, "Hey, Luke, like, pull your head out of your ass, kid. Like, you're you are taking yourself too seriously at this point."
1: Uh, (laughs) Applause.
2: can you you, seriously though it's so fucking
1: annoying (laughs) uh
2: uh it's just wonderful absolutely wonderful and the kind of the resolve at the end where he's saying like as a teacher your students will outgrow you Mm -hmm. and you have no control over that and how important of a message that is for star wars uh
0: yeah, like, an important message for Star And also, I mean, like, the the thing that when, when Yoda was talking about the books and, and, like, did you actually read them and, like, you know, why are you holding these books so sacred and stuff, like, to me, the, the biggest thing that stood out immediately was, like, you know, the sort of real-world context of that. Like, hey, maybe we shouldn't govern based on books that were written thousands of years ago that may or may not have been true. Like, regardless of, of whether or not you believe they're true, it's like, well, sometimes we need to, you know make our decisions today based on what's happening today, rather than what somebody wrote in a book thousands of years ago.
2: Exactly. I mean, it really, that's such a poignant moment in that film. And I think that's really what ties the entire thing together for me. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And and really kind of took it over the edge of like, went from like, I'm having a lot of fun in this movie to like, Oh shit, this movie's fucking got it going on. This, it's, it's very self-aware in the right way. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can take it in that real world situation. You can take the other real world, wor- other real world, where it's like, like, yeah, Yoda's like, just fucking get rid of all this shit, and you know, and we, you know, we're so hyper focused on the Star Wars that we think we know. That's time, maybe it is time to sort of get rid of the Star Wars that we think we know and embrace a, a new future for Star Wars. Yeah, um, and, uh, and and doubly so cool because he says, Ray. You have Ray has all she needs out of there, right? Ray has what she needs out of there, whatever. And then at the end of the movie, you see that she's got the fucking books <laughs> in that drawer, and it's just like, oh shit, yeah, like oh my god, that's so good. And it was uh, almost,
0: it was almost like Yoda covering, uh, covering for Ray in a way. Of, I think it was a hundred percent that, you know, because
2: Yoda doesn't even let Luke go in. He's like, you don't need to go in
0: there. Yeah, he just lights it like, on fire.
2: He just fucking lights it on fire. <laughs> It's so good. And, and so everyone's, a lot of people are also like, Yoda can't use the fucking Force lightning. I think what's so, what's so cool about that moment with Yoda is the Force, isn't, isn't, light the force and dark. isn't light and dark. The Force is a natural thing that exists in the Star Wars universe, and he's able to manipulate that how he so chooses, one of which ways is to cause the lightning bolt to set the tree on fire. Yeah. Um, no, I loved that. Yeah, uh, me too. It's just so great, and Frank Oz coming back. I mean, let's I, you know, I'll oh, hail Frank Oz. Like, absolutely, just, it was so great. And so, but speaking of Yoda, and this one of the one of the things, one of the best things I've read so far about all the uh, all the all the there's there's uh, there's so much hate and backlash going on right, right now, and it looks like it looks like you know people are like coming out in droves. To, on like multiple accounts to give it one star for fuck you who cares like why are you doing this? what you know I don't know yeah uh, anyway uh, one of my biggest one of my biggest heroes my current heroes Chip Zdarsky summed up a lot of my thoughts in terms of this whole like Yoda and and, and, or, and or sorry rather like the how people are so pissed about Luke uh, and he says if the prequels came out before the original trilogy fans would be complaining that they made Yoda a cackling swamp monster <laughs> 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 or a cackling swamp loser. Yeah, um, which but I is think that's just a hundred percent true.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right.
2: Like, what a dramatic difference that character is, and I think that's why a lot of people, that myself included, had a little bit more of issues with the prequels. Is because the original trilogy sets Yoda up as this character, and in the in the uh, in the prequels, he's not the same character. Yeah. Um. And one of the things I think that makes Yoda so important is that Yoda's the drunken master, right? Yoda's you watch these old kung fu flicks, the, the, the drunken master who like plays jokes and like doesn't take things seriously and um, uses that sort of uh, light-hearted nature to uh, teach lessons, right, to to your kung fu students or whatever. And I, you know, it's really important. And they just took that out of him in the prequels, and they brought it back in this, and it was so good. Yes. And they gave it to Luke. They gave it, like, like, one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when Luke, like, whips Ray with that little, like, plant frond thing.
0: (laughs) It's so good. She's like, I I think I feel it. Oh, yeah, do you feel it? You feel it? It's so fucking good. I
2: loved it. I loved it. And and that just made me really happy that they brought some of that humor back uh, to these characters because, I don't know, the self-centered, like, self-important gravitas of the prequels just... That's a big problem I have with it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I uh, totally, I totally agree. And that was, uh, and I also liked that. So when when Luke explains the Force to Ray, uh, in all honesty, it's it's kind of a have your cake and eat it too moment, where like basically his explanation is it's it doesn't matter. Like his his explanation is like it's a thing and it's around us and it's not a power and it's it's just it's a thing, you know. But like if you are a person who who is like yeah midi chlorians and all that stuff, like he doesn't really say anything that would, you know, uh, go against that. No. You know, he just sort of... Yeah. He's just like, yeah, like, fuck it. It doesn't really matter what the Force is. It's it's a thing around us, and you can kind of tap into it, right?
2: Yeah. and I Yes, exactly.
0: I think that's why this movie has...
2: I keep coming back to, like, that I just fucking fell in love with this movie, but I think that's why it's so important to me. Because Star Wars, to me, has always meant something to me, personally, right? Yeah. But it's never had concrete weight, because I never... This is going to get a little deeper, but like, so the adherence to what Star Wars is is the fetishization.
0: So hard to say this word. Fetishization,
2: yes, of 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 the original trilogy and or the prequels, um, and that. Is a dangerous path, and so with me and Star Wars, like I've always like I've loved Star Wars. It means so much to me. It feels so much to me, but I don't hold on to Star Wars as gospel. Does that make sense? Like absolutely. And I think that's why I like this movie so much. Is because this movie also doesn't hold this movie as gospel. This movie says, this movie says, there's more to it, yeah, or there's less to it. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, Which is own great. Own it for your. Just fucking own it for yourself. Don't own it because you like the Metahumans. Don't own it because you hate the prequels. Don't own it because you think Jar Jar sucks, or you love Jar Jar. Don't own it because you're, you're like Jedi Rocks is your favorite song, or Locty Nub is your fucky <laughs> Locky Neck. Lopty neck is your favorite song. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Um, Star Wars is you, you, the place you find Star Wars is in your heart, not in not in the Wikipedia pages, <laughs> right? No, that's that's and, where I
0: find that's where I find source.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's where I look up uh, who Paul Treatham is. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I th- and I think that's why this movie felt so good to me was it's almost in a way it was validating from someone like myself who was like, I don't treat Star Wars as gospel. I treat Star Wars as a feeling, and the feeling I get from Star Wars feels so good, mm. and I can define that as I so choose, uh, and the rules are. Lot, a lot less. The lines are blurrier and the rules aren't so defined anymore, and yeah.
0: that's really important. Yeah, for me, for me, absolutely. I, I I 100% agree.
2: Yeah, I just I really just see so much. I don't know. When I woke up Friday morning and I was like started reading reviews, I was like I like flip on the IM because I you know blacked out. So then when I got when I woke up Friday morning and I was like oh let's see what the IMDb rating is and I was like. I think it at that point it was like seven six or seven nine or something, and I was like, "Hey, that's pretty fucking good." Yeah. So I go down to like the reviews and like go to the user reviews, and they were all one star reviews, and I was like, "What is happening right now? Like, I don't <laughs> understand this." Um, I just think it's so fascinating, man. Yeah, because like, like what Rotten Tomatoes is like ninety four critic and fifty something viewer.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's the reverse of uh, of how DC fans have been feeling on their movies.
2: <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's so weird.
0: Yeah. No, I I a hundred percent like it, it's 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 not surprising considering they are taking a a very old you know like beloved franchise and kind of going in a a super new direction with it. Uh it's not surprising that it would be so polarizing. Uh-huh. Um but it it is just so uh I don't know it, it is a little shocking to see a Star Wars movie uh be so weirdly received by fans.
2: Yeah. I mean well, I um, mean, yeah, I I lived through the prequels. I remember that. That's true. Um but I think the the prequels were so different though. The prequels were like this one's so much more polarizing. Like the prequels were like, people were like, I hate them. Why the fuck does this exist? And, or, is yes, meh. Yeah. Yep. Right. This is like, you get people like me who are like, just fucking love this movie. And then the other side of the spectrum, people just can't, are just like, I mean, people are saying that people, people are saying this movie is worse than the prequels, uh. which is, which is crazy to me, but it, it's, it's, it's out there. It's so deeply polarizing
0: um i i could see i could see an argument to be made that some people might have enjoyed revenge of the sith more however i disagree but i I can see that point being made especially as somebody who like you know for me like i i as a kid had more excitement for the prequels than i did for the original trilogy and i can see people of my generation sort of like you know, and especially younger, having more built up in their minds and 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 more payoff for them emotionally with sure. Revenge of the Sith. Sure. Um, but I yeah, can I see mean, t-
2: I I mean, I can see that too, but it just yeah, that's, it's just not yeah, it's just not how you feel. No, it's just hard to process that. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just wild, man. It's so you know, and so that's so <laughs> kind of going back to like. You know, I think I think if the lo- if the if the Force Awakens would have been received like this, I think I would have actually been pretty upset about it. Mm. But the fact that this movie is this polarizing, this is going to make me sound like such an asshole, but you know what? I don't care. <laughs> there's a part of me that is like is a lot cuz a lot of people are like that's it, I'm never watching another Star Wars movie again. They've they've completely ruined Star Wars. And there's definitely the part of me that's like good riddance. Like yeah. it's it's fucking move forward or get off the fucking boat. Mm -hmm. Um, and this movie is moving forward in such a dramatically different way.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, Uh, I think in, in any regard, like the people who respond to a movie by being like, fuck this, it ruined it. And I'm never watching one again and I'm burning all my, whatever the fuck. I'm like, shut up. Like (laughs) totally.
2: Like (laughs) as much as I do not like the prequels, um, they do not make me hate star Wars. Yeah. Um, uh, and um, I mean, I definitely had like a little bit of a breakup from Star Wars after the prequels came out. Um, but the prequels, to me, the, the, I'm trying to trying to define like why is this different than me hating the prequels? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a big part of it is this is this is is this is consecutively or uh, chronologically the moving forward away from the Star Wars Skywalker saga. Yeah. Uh, whereas the prequels were setting up the Skywalker saga, um, and so the prequels really didn't have a sandbox to play in. It was kind of like get to the New Hope. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna get there? Whereas this is like, fucking, the world is your oyster. Go nuts.
0: Yeah, uh, and I uh, see. I mean, and I I'm I'm one of those people. I know we we stand apart in many ways on the prequels. Um, I. My thought has always been, and it, you know, I think a lot of it is probably just because of my age, but I've always just kind of been like, yeah, all Star Wars is Star Wars and not all Star Wars is created equal. Um, but I still, I still value all of it in its own way. Like, you know, for you, you've talked about like you're, you're not ever going to watch one of the prequel movies again. Um, probably not. But for me, like, I, you know, every once in a while I'll, I'll revisit any, any one of them because I yeah. still, you know, there's value that I find there. And, and in my mind, all that stuff. Is canon, regardless of of you know sort of how ridiculous some of it may be, and and regardless of how much I just really don't think about or care about that much. Um, yeah, sure. But in the same way, like there are definitely aspects in in the original trilogy that I also kind of disregard in the same way. Uh, totally. I mean, most of the first half of Return of the Jedi is that way for me. Yeah. Um. But yep. you know, with all that, with all that being said, uh, I just, I mean, vitriol and toxicity in any fan base to me uh it's just dumb and it's also like it's that level of you know sort of like the 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 fans of a lot of things feel that they own uh the characters or the properties or whatever and there was that whole documentary made uh people
2: versus george lucas
0: yeah and that like that just intrinsically bothers me to agree like i get it you know like it's it's you know george lucas made dumb decisions with the star wars prequels right like and he made dumb decisions with you know doing the special editions and everything like that but like a that was his right and b you know like the like the it's not the prequels did not do anything to diminish the star wars trilogy right and like i the the one as long as you don't watch them chronologically yes of course, yeah. Like, if you're, but that's, I guess, you know, that, that's my point is to somebody who already loves Star Wars and already watched the original trilogy, the prequels yeah, do not diminish that.
2: No, they don't at all. I, I, it, no, at no point in my life would, after, the, like, post prequels, you know, I was, I was, um, when did the first prequels, 2000 was The Phantom Menace? Uh, 99. So, yeah, 99. So I was 19 when I saw The Phantom Menace. Um, uh, at no point after that was I like I hate Star Wars now, my my love for Star Wars has never gone anywhere. In fact, I think that like it, I'm like I'm that weird guy that likes the Phantom Menace more than the other two prequels. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably my favorite of the prequels if I uh-huh. had to pick. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. because Hayden Christensen's just the worst. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind him. But no, I think you're so dead on with that man. I think that it's the ownership right there. Um and I and, and maybe I'm just in that lucky boat where it's like this movie confirmed my own personal ownership of it where it's like I don't care and I just want them to make good movies. Mm. Uh and it, and make an enriching story that's dynamic and fun and has really like cool characters and this movie had all of that. Uh but I, you know, I just, yeah, you're right. That the amount of people that are like mad at this because of they they took Luke Skywalker in a direction that they didn't believe it should be, mm-hmm. is hard to swallow. Um, because he's he's not your character. He's not my character. He's he's uh, he's a fucking he's 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 the legend of Luke Skywalker.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. It's it's just like I mean, you know, if if you don't like it or whatever, but you know, it's I, I just I just don't like you know, I was I was in a couple of like Star Wars Facebook groups that I ended up leaving because it was just like it got so toxic and that's what I hate in any kind of fandom is when fans just like they don't like something and so they just like they try to just like spark some sort of like you know, uh fire of like oh, everyone everyone needs to hate this and like because I hate this that means nobody can like it and it's just it's fucking dumb. Like if you don't like it, that's fine, but like don't ruin everyone else's fun. Yeah, really.
2: You know, I mean, I was reading something else that you know, like you know, like the you know we're seeing these negative, uh, like the the Rotten Tomatoes aggregate the 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 fans like fifty six percent whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and this uh, again, take this with a grain of salt. Could be cold conspiracy, but people are saying that there's a lot of that is probably coming from bots mm. that are just spamming it down to one star.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. People will just like yeah, set up bots to keep you know submitting reviews or whatever. Yeah, and, and I you know I, I lend that some credence. And it,
2: I just think that's I. I just oh, that makes me so mad. It's it's not the fact that you didn't like it. It's the fact that you had to then try to fucking make a a, a fucking petition to have it wiped from the canon. Yeah, like which it does exist right now. Yep. Fuck off! I mean, come on, like, it's such an asshole thing. It's such a dick move. Um, Yeah, it's just just
0: people being bitter and thinking that they have some sort of ownership of it. And I get it; like, you're a fan, and it's a thing you love. But like, come on, be reasonable. Well,
2: and well, it's just so disrespectful to the people that you would consider your family, right? Like, I think a lot of people who are really huge Star Wars fans kind of view Star Wars as a family, right? Like, we're this big Star Wars family. Um, to me, it's the like. It's the kid at the Thanksgiving table who just lashes out and ruins it for everybody. Yeah. Um, and, and it just strikes me as immature. Like, I, I have publicly gone on the record that I don't like the prequels, but never in a million years would I ever inhibit someone else's love for the prequels. Yeah. Um, if you like the prequels, if the prequels are really do something for you, then that's so fucking valuable. Hold on to that, and I will honor that for you. And I think that, you know that's what Star Wars is. That's the love that we can bring to Star Wars, not this bullshit. Like, let's downvote it all the one star just because I didn't like the movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, it's such a dick move. Totally. Uh, and, 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 and and you're right. It's toxic and it hurts the
0: entire thing. Yeah. Um. Are you, by, like, really quick, I just wanted to check in with, with you on a personal note. Do you have to jet real quick? Or do you still have some time? Uh, I got about 15 minutes. Okay, cool um yeah so I, so i wanted to to kind of you know touch on some of the rest of the the characters and then uh move on to some some questions um but really for for ray's arc what was your what was your sort of thought on her arc where she's kind of headed you know where she's been like her as sort of the main character of this trilogy um how, how did you feel especially as comparing it to you know obviously we we talked about we both really enjoyed kylo ren's arc um feelings on ray
2: um Yes, I don't know. Same. I just I'm really excited to see where Ray goes. I really like that Ray has her own agency in this film. Yeah, and it's kind of. I mean, the film's
0: kind of about agency.
2: Yeah, and she's, and she's she's really, she's taking her sort of destiny into her her own hands instead of letting the force guide her to some degree. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. Um, and I really like that. Uh, you know, I like kind of the play of like Luke's like, don't do this, and she does it anyway, just like Luke did. Yep. Um. I really like that. I just so... I, I'm very excited. I think Rey is one of my favorite Star Wars characters, period.
0: I agree. Uh, and, yeah, and, and I like to, to piggyback on that, you know, especially the the agency thing. I mean, the whole movie was her basically, you know, rejecting, you know, or learning rather to reject, you know, what came before and like what other people think that she is and to stop worrying about, like, who are my parents and, like, what's my destiny and, you know, like, what's what's the path that's laid out for me? What do these people or these people want me to be? Like, it's... it's The, the movie's about her just being like, no, fuck it. Like, I don't care what other people are telling me I am, you know, or what other people think I am. I'm just going to be whatever I feel I'm supposed to be. Yeah. That's so yes.
2: good. It's so good. And it's... I think it's such an important message
0: to children
2: yeah um i think ray is the hero we all really need in the world right now oh yeah and and
0: especially children like you know exactly i think we were all often very shaped by our expectations and like what our parents or siblings or family did and, and thought you know for us and like you know and especially if we're talking about sort of the context of like women or you know like people, you know, like whatever race you are, whatever gender you are, whatever like class or, or culture you come from, like having those things constantly tell you what you're supposed to do with your life, uh, you know, I I, I think that, that repudiating that type of idea is, is a healthy thing to do.
2: Yes. I mean, I really just think this this movie is so progressive Yeah, um, on so many levels. And I think that I think there's a lot of that's why it's getting downvoted so hard is because... People don't want change, uh, and people want people things. People want things to remain the status quo. Yeah, but any, anyway, to lead back to Ray, I just uh, yeah, I, I don't have much to say other than, well, two things to say. One, I fucking loved her arc, and I think she's an amazing character. Uh, and two, I kind of want to save talking about Ray till we get Rachel back on the show. Mm, yeah, um, uh, because I really want to know how Rachel felt about uh, that uh, about how they wrote uh, how they did her character yeah totally Uh, and and, and same with rose i really want to lend that i really want to lend rachel's voice to this conversation in that sense
0: yeah Um, and rachel we we forgot to mention it because we just kind of like dove straight into things and and we suck at introducing the show but yeah rachel wasn't here she had car troubles and she's kind of had to deal with a bunch of stuff um so she wasn't able to make it but she'll be back next week
2: Yeah, and we'll, well, I mean, you know, this is the Matt and Jason uh, rant about Star Wars, but uh, we don't want to silence Rachel's voice in this because she's just as, you know, she loved Star Wars just as much as we do, so. Totally. I want to give her as much of a floor as she needs to be able to talk about all this kind of stuff. Well, I
0: think, yeah, and I think it's like, you know, Rachel's never uh, loved being the only one to, to talk about something, but the nice thing is that I'm sure for Star Wars by next week we'll still have plenty of thoughts to have a conversation around rather than just like. Telling Rachel to go on a big monologue for a while. <laughs> <laughs> T- absolutely.
2: Um, but uh, let's see. So Ray. Um, what about Finn? Finn, I really liked. I'm, I'm, I'm torn a little bit. There's a part of me that would have been really happy if Finn would have actually died. Mm. Uh, and I also really liked the message of why Rose saved him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a little, uh, a little torn on that one, but. Yeah, I think that's I I kind of like that moment because of that where I'm like I kind of want him to do it. I kind of want him to fucking do it. And I'm glad he didn't. I don't know. It's just it's 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 kind of cool. I like that.
0: Yeah, I I I I Finn in in these two movies, Finn has kind of been the most uh bland character for me of the sort of main characters. Um uh-huh. I like his, his story of, like, you know, turning against the First Order and all that stuff, but I've, I've just found, like, I don't know, that he, he hasn't had tons to do outside of, like, the first act of The Force Awakens. Um, other than that, he's kind of been tagging along with people. Uh, however, I really, really enjoyed um, John Boyega's portrayal, like, especially in the scene when he's first going to escape, you know, and, and find Rey or whatever, uh, or at least, you know, like, leave the tracker for it. Anyway, uh like he, I I, I love that interaction with him and Rose at, f- at first, and I, I like his acting. I think is fantastic, and and the times when he's given something to do, you know, he, he really shines. Uh-huh. Um, I just haven't found tons to to really grab onto very hard with his character outside of like the first half of Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, I can see that, but you know, and then like you know his his. Like his arc in this movie was definitely one of, or like the things that he does, it was definitely him witnessing a lot of things and taking in a lot of information. You know, he's he's sort of like viewing a lot of of Benicio del Toro's worldview. He's experiencing a lot of Rose's uh, worldview. Um, you know, and just like again, it's just like it's him sort of taking in and processing things. Um, And I I wonder sort of what that's all going to lead to in the third movie, if maybe there's a a big sort of character twist with Finn in uh, in episode nine. Sure. Um, And not in the way of like Finn goes bad or anything like that, but just like, you know, if if he does, you know, he might be sort of getting set up to do something a little uh, surprising, Um, you know, and maybe maybe he's like going down the road of being a pacifist or something. I don't know. Um, no I'm
2: with you I, I'm, I'm excited to see I like I like what they did because I'm now really excited to see where they take him yeah uh, but I'm, I also I, 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 I do agree with you um, that I think a, a large chunk of his arc was more of the weaker parts of the movie yeah um, but I think the stuff that he is taking in is really important to the building of the universe that we're going to be seeing moving forward in Star Wars absolutely uh, because I mean you know let's all remember like this trilogy is wrapping up, and Ryan Johnson is going to do a brand new trilogy that's not a Skywalker.
0: Yeah, saga. it's totally a, and, and yeah, what they're saying is like it's stuff that basically has never been explored before, which is super so, exciting.
2: Super exciting. So I feel like a little bit Ryan's sort of setting himself up a world here, uh, and I'm, I, I like that world. Yeah, I, I'm I, I want to live in that Star Wars world, so it's very cool.
0: Yeah, I'm getting more and more excited for films that are just like ancillary Star Wars universe nothing to do with main characters, Star Wars, you know? Totally. Um, Yeah. uh, How about Rose? You know, she was, you know, sort of the the biggest new addition character in this movie. Um,
2: I think her and Finn have good chemistry. Yeah. Uh, She didn't do much in this film.
0: I found her very charming, but I I totally, like, I I thought that the actress was great and her portrayal was was really great. Um, But yeah, she didn't have tons to do other, you know, it was like her and Finn kind of had the same story. It was like, they're yeah. kind of witnessing a lot of things and they go on their sort of side story that ends up being very, very inconsequential. Well, actually, very consequential, rather. Um, but very, yeah. uh, uh, not it, like it just wasn't, it was counterproductive. Um, right. which is fine. I mean, not every story arc needs to be successful, obviously. Um, but it was, it was just a, a dumb adventure more than anything. Sure. Um, And so here's here's the biggest, honestly, here's the biggest uh, uh, problem that I have with the sort of culmination of the film. The third act was incredible, obviously. Like, I think this is the best third act that Star Wars has ever had. Um, But Laura Dern not telling the crew that, you know, like what her plan was, I thought was a like I would have accepted that. Had there been some sort of explanation, like when Leia is telling Poe why she did what she did, if she had gone and she wouldn't tell anybody because, you know, she was worried there might be a spy. Right. Like if she just said that, that throwaway line would have totally forgiven the logic of Laura Dern just like not saying anything. And then a bunch of people getting killed because people acted on what they thought was going on. Like that was that's one of those things in this movie. I'm like, come on, like just a quick line of dialogue to just say that there's a reason she didn't tell anybody her plan has there been
2: has anyone said anything about why not yet maybe? i'm i'm
0: a i i haven't really heard anyone say but i'm assuming that the logic will be like yeah she was worried that there was a spy giving information or whatever
2: okay i i i i hear you i hear you there um that whole kind of thing with the like let's keep our ship moving a little bit faster than the other ships uh weird backdrop yeah um Weird backdrop, but uh, cinematically gorgeous. <laughs> yes, I really liked the, all the like external shots of the ship being chased by the star destroyers, and the bolts keep coming in, and the, just cool as hell.
0: Yeah, that was. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I again, like, I loved this third act, and I mean, the the final moment of of Laura Dern, what's her name, Holdo, uh, going into into lightspeed directly into a star destroyer was fucking incredible. Did you Okay, so in that moment when it go when the screen goes silent and it just shows her crash through those ships, what was the reaction in that silent moment in your theater? So I gasped.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, I was you know. <laughs> um
2: I would it, the only thing I heard in my theater was gasping. Damn.
0: It was such it was, a it was such a good moment. It,
2: it was dead silent in that theater except for people just going like catching their breath, yeah. Because that was, I don't know, one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in a fucking movie. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, yes. Was yours quiet too?
0: Yeah, mine was. Mine was quiet. It like it. It started out as like a oh, you know, like everyone yeah, like letting yeah. out the air, like gasping, and then yeah. just like like that weird like laughing, like oh.
2: Yeah, I didn't even have it. No, people were very like, like, uh, I don't know what do you, I can't think of the right word, but just like awestruck, res- awestruck and respectful of the moment. Yeah, um, I saw a clip on the uh, some guy who was f- like some some guy was look. I think some guy was filming. Uh, I think some guy went back to see it a second time and was filming mm. that that scene or whatever. Um, and when it happened, you can hear some guy in the crowd. Like as soon as it goes quiet and the thing blows up, you can hear some guy in the crowd just go,
0: kabloey,
2: like at the top of his lungs. And I would have been so mad if somebody would have done that in the theater when I saw that moment. Yeah. Because that is deserved of respect and not for some asshole to be like, kablam. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's not a, I mean, that is, that is such an awesome moment
0: when movies yeah when when movies are like new when a movie just comes out and like everyone's seeing it for the first time i think that's the shittiest time ever to like call out at the screen like when you're going to like a re-release or like you know it's it's one of those environments like you're seeing a fucking tarantino film on its anniversary or like whatever the fuck then yeah like you know make jokes and, and crack up yeah like when people are seeing a movie for the first time shut the fuck up yep i agree
2: I had a little bit of a, the kids behind me were a little bit of a peanut gallery, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah. And, and I get a little bit of it. Everybody's so excited, you know.
0: Oh yeah, you got so much in you. I mean, I like I'm somewhat guilty of that uh, during the Force Awakens last year or two years ago.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. Like, like ribbing your buddies and being like, "Dude, dude, dude, how cool is that?" Like, that's fine. Yeah. But don't yell things over the theater. Yeah,
0: I fucking hate that. Um, when I saw The Dark Knight, there's a moment where the Joker, like it's, it's that, that party scene where the Joker is like going around to all the rich people and threatening them. And there's a moment where uh, Maggie Hall is like, okay, stop. And then some fucker in the crowd, this is opening night, some fucker in the crowd is like, hammer time. I'm yeah, like, I t- fucking hate Don't you. do
2: that. Just don't do that. It's rude. Yeah.
0: Uh, um, uh, and well, that, I, I, go ahead. If you got one
2: more, I got time for one more quick thought.
0: No, I was I was just I was just going to say there's there's like pl- tons of characters and we can get into more of that when we re-explore it with Rachel. Um quick uh I'm going to run through just a couple of episode 9 questions. Where do you think the green lightsaber is? Or do you think we'll see it again, Luke's green lightsaber?
2: Uh uh quick answer, I don't know. Next question.
0: <laughs> uh where and who are the Knights of Ren? Uh
2: quick answer, I don't know. Next question. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, do you think Princess Leia is going to die at the beginning of Episode Nine?
2: Probably. It seems likely. Next question:
0: uh, Is Rey going to explore Sith lore?
2: I don't know. Next question:
0: uh, Do you think Ray will train a new generation?
2: Ooh, ooh, I doubt it. Maybe. Okay,
0: we'll see. Uh, do you think uh, that uh, we're going to see Luke's Force Ghost in the next movie? Probable. Mm. Interesting. There's a. I have a few more, but we'll talk about that on the episode with Rachel. Um, I mean, we
2: see all the. I mean, Yoda shows up in return. Obi Wan shows up in return, and Empire. So yeah, I think it's probable that Luke shows up.
0: Cool. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Um, I That's right. think. Uh, I think we're we're wrapping down. Matt's uh, about out of time. This has been a super long episode because you know Star Wars and all that stuff. Um, but you know, there's we're Matt's Matt's here in the doorbell <laughs> to get on out of there. Um. And so I guess we're really going to have to, to... Just...
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, anyway. Six hours later. I think it's about time to wrap up the show, finally. Um, you can find us on Twitter at SavageLandPod, Facebook and Instagram at SavageLandPodcast. Um, uh, you can leave us your ratings and reviews on iTunes. Um... Uh visit SavageLinepodcast.com, click the Amazon link. Uh let us know your thoughts on uh The Last Jedi on Twitter. Um the the winner of the last Twitter giveaway uh has been decided. We pulled it out of the hat, and I'm pulling up the name. Right now it was the world's easiest competition. The next time we do one, guys, I mean you like it it is gonna be so easy to win. Um because this person whose name is da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da Sean Frederick Sean hey. Frederick at 10 four twenty. 420 uh, he won the giveaway um, so Sean let us know uh, send us a message on Facebook or you can email letters at savagelandpodcast.com let us know if you want a comic book or a uh, random item from Matt's garage and we will uh, figure out sending it to you and all that stuff get your address whatever um Matt, anything else to say before we uh, throw this thing off into the road?
2: May the force be with you.
0: mightbecool.com You never know